live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri. This is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right. Uh, a little under the weather today, so if you hear me coughing, I'm, I'm not going to edit all that out. I'm going to try my best not to, but I'm a little under the weather today. Yeah, all the kids are sick. My grandson's sick. Uh, granddaughter's sick. My wife's been sick. So anyway, of course I got sick. So anyway, we're going to follow. We're going we're gonna to fight through this because I got, I got stuff to talk about. <clears throat> First of all, I want to talk about tran- transgender women in sports. As you saw over the weekend, and I'm not even going to say their names. It was a, a male, uh, transgender, tra- transgender, what do you call it? He is transgendering, okay? He's not officially a woman yet. Uh, he, he swims for the Pennsylvania State, I believe, swimming team. He's been doing it for about, I guess he's through his whole college career, but apparently when he first came into college, he was not very good on the men's team. Uh, he was way down on the list. Uh, I'm not sure it was. In the 20s, something like that. So he wasn't a very good swimmer. Now, he's decided that he's a woman and he's going to compete against women. So we got got some really weird stuff going on here. We got one side, which I am a part of, that says that that is destroying women's sports. It's it's taking it to a place that you don't want to be. It's taking it to a place where women cannot excel uh, based on their, you know, their, their commonality with other women. Okay. It, it can't be done. So you've got a male walking in and taking first place, whereas the second place woman should have had the, the podium, and she did. <clears throat> and I find, that, I find that ridiculous. Now, on the other side, I would be called, now this is the left side, I would be called a bigot for that, okay? I would. I would be called a bigot, and, you know, they would call me, they would call me uh, not, not modern, that this is the way the world works anymore. And that you're discriminating against this person because of his or his or her uh, proclivities to maybe a psychological problem. I, who knows? Who knows? And I know, I know there are actually people out there who have this problem. I do realize that, but it's de minimis in, a, in according according to the percentage of people who are in the world. There's a there's a de minimis amount that actually suffer from this particular uh, affliction. Now. Having said that, <clears throat> we've got a guy on the podium who has a penis and is at least a foot taller than his competitor, the people that he's swimming again. He's got an X chromosome, or no, he's got a Y chromosome, I'm sorry. He's got a y, uh, X, well, it's XY chromosomes. He does have an, a Y chromosome. Women have X chromosomes, so that makes him female. A Y chromosome makes a male male. That means he grows hair. He's, his muscle structure is bigger. His bones are bigger. He's usually taller. He's usually faster. His feet are bigger. I mean, I can't think of anything that would give you more of an advantage in the water than you're, you're competing against women who, what, what's the average size of a woman's shoe? Five. Okay. This guy's got a 12. I mean, that's like wearing a flipper, for God's sake. Now, are there men who have this problem? Absolutely. They are. There, there are. there are transgender people. And believe me, at the bottom of my heart, I don't care. 
I feel for him. I really do. It's a struggle, I'm sure, to be in a body that you're not really supposed to be in. And I, and I, I truly, uh, I, I truly sympathize. And I, maybe they don't want my sympathy, but the point is, I can't identify with that because I've never had that. But I do know that people do suffer from it. And, and I don't care. You can do whatever you want. You want to cross-dress? It doesn't bother me. I have no problem with it. And as far as the bathrooms are concerned, that was an issue years ago. Everybody was having a fit over it. But at the end of the day, just make them all unisex and make stalls and everything. Put stalls everywhere. Don't have urinals. Don't have that. <clears throat> I don't see a problem with it. If you are trans, you know, you are trans, um, if you are turning into a woman, I can't even say the, the word. God, I am in it. I do have a fog in my head today. But if you are transitioning into a woman and you're taking the estrogen and maybe you had an inverted, your penis inverted, and, and fine. You want to go into the women's bathroom? That's fine with me. The problem is you're going to have a pervert going there trying to, trying to hit on a little 12-year-old girl. I mean, and in schools, it should never happen. It should never happen in schools. I don't care what anybody says. That's based on plumbing. They're too young to know anything any better. No, no, we, we shouldn't do that. I, I, I will say that. That's it. It, it. No, no, absolutely not. Now, <clears throat> I think that this, this, this uh, transgender thing is massively overstated. I think it's a fad. It's kind of like the tattoo and earrings and uh, stuff like that. I think it's going to go away at some point. Uh, you, you, this is a difficult life to live, live. It really is to be transitioning like that. And again, I'm not saying that it can't be done. I'm not saying it shouldn't be done. I'm saying that it's got to be a tough life. It really does. But the bottom line here, and I want to make sure I'm clear on this, the bottom line is that men are more powerful than women. It's that simple. There's no getting around that. You can't run from that. Men are more powerful than women, for the most part. Now, you will fight your beta male who's who has no shoulders, who, uh, you know, at the slightest sound, uh, jumps. You know, there are, there are exceptions to that rule. But typically, in a, in a sports-related field, you know, in sports in general, men are stronger than women. For instance, <clears throat> I played basketball when I was in high school, okay? Um, not, not a great, I, I was a good ball player. I knew how to play the game, uh, did okay, but I was not great. But having said that, you'd taken me and put me on a girl's team, I would have been fantastic. I would have been. I'm a foot taller than all the women. Of course I'm going to be good. It just makes sense. Do you really think that a woman's going to want to play in the NFL? Do you really think that? Do you think there's any woman that is capable of doing that? Because I don't. I don't think there are any women who are capable of that. I mean, there may, I may be wrong. Maybe there's a handful that could do it. I'm not saying there, there isn't any chance of that happening. I mean, maybe you could be a kicker, maybe a punter, something like that. But that is brute force. Same thing with hockey, same thing with basketball. Have you ever seen a, a WNBA game? Now, I talked about this years ago. I did. Oh, last year, for sure. Uh, have you ever seen a WNBA game? It's... It's just a little bit better than college, uh, uh, junior college level. It's really not very good. Now, you take a guy, oh, let's just say Michael Jordan, and you put him into that position playing against these women, he'd score 100 points a game. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, because you can be 
good in a sport, but you can be great playing against kids are women. I've played against kids. You know, coaching basketball, I've played against them. Of course I'm I'm gonna out I'm gonna outperform. Of course I am. I'm I'm a foot taller than them and I'm stronger. So the problem at the bottom line here is it's going to ruin women's sport because this is this is just the beginning. There's always some clown out there who was a loser in his sport and now he's figuring out a way to cash in on it. And this guy this guy is going to cash in on this, I guarantee it. He's gonna make talk shows, all that. There's money in his future. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Now, the problem here is the feminists, okay? How do, how, do they, how do they handle it? How does a feminist handle this? Because on the one hand, if you're not in favor of this guy playing against women, well, you look like you're a hypocrite because he's supposed to be female. And then on the flip side, what do you tell all your real women when you're supporting this guy playing against them. Because in a, in a work environment, you would be on the side of the women saying they should, be, they should be paid as much, they should have the same opportunities, which I agree with. What do you do? Feminists, feminists are in a really bad spot. And the, and the ones that I find, I find this actually hilarious. Because the, the <clears throat> parents out there, and I guarantee a lot of them, are Biden supporters. And this is happening to their children. And suddenly, because it's in my backyard, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like it. Now, it's fine if it's a school in California and I'm in Pennsylvania and they're having problems out there and there's a boy playing, but I don't care about that. But if it comes to my neighborhood, then we've got a problem. Then I don't like it. So that's NIMBYism at its finest. Uh, Second thing I want to talk about today is Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia. Not a big fan, but he's been a hero here in the last couple of years. He's still a lunatic lefty, but uh, he is he is doing some stuff that uh, actually is working out for the country. He's actually blocking this federal nominee for the Fed, Fed job. Her name is Sarah Raskin. All right, now he's doing what uh, Rick Scott and uh, and Mitt Romney wouldn't have the balls to do. You know, and, and they're Republicans. Okay, he's 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 calling this Fed nominee out for some of the comments she's made. She's made some bizarre comments about climate change, green energy, energy reduction, and inflation. Now, Fed, the Federal Reserve Chair has one job. One job, <coughs> excuse me, one job and one job only. And that is to manage our money. Not get involved in climate change, not be a politician. That's not their job. So he is 100% correct on this. He should, he should stand by this. And, and, and she should withdraw her nomination for this. Now, the problem is they're probably going to get somebody who looks just like her because she's unqualified, but she's the right gender. That's what this is all about. Yeah. And at the end of the day, she's not legitimate for a couple of reasons. She's, she's unqualified. She's, she is the right, like I said, she is the right gender, but she is, she is illegitimate because this government is not legitimate. The election was not legitimate. Our founding fathers would have had a fit allowing a man who has cognitive dissonance just to be in charge of anything. They would have 25 this guy, Amendment 20, you know, the 25th Amendment. They would have pulled down on him immediately, and, and they would have been right. <clears throat> this guy is completely clueless. Now, you want to run for mayor, you want to run for councilman, you want to be dog catcher. I don't really give a rat's ass, but you shouldn't have your finger on the button 
and be in charge of any kind of thing, anything that has to do with the world, all right, at large. Because at the end of the day, this guy is not, he's not, <coughs> he is not the man you want uh, at the helm. He really isn't. Not to mention the fact he didn't win the election in 2020. And yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it, so I can't put this on YouTube. But you and I both know if you've got a working synapse and you got two brain cells to rub together, you know he didn't win that election. So now we got to suffer through four years of this and it quit. Yeah, based on based on <clears throat> the January sixth uh, uh, attacks of the Capitol, right? Because people were pissed because they they knew it was illegitimate. But anyway, that's another story completely. But at the end of the day, Sarah Raskin, her view on inflation is let them eat lentils. Okay, now that should be a T-shirt. Let them eat lentils. It should be. It should be. She's calling it, she's, she's saying that, she's also saying that inflation is still transitory. Yeah, it's going to be transitory until the Biden administration is gone. And where will we be then, right? Now, Bloomberg came out yesterday. I, I, I mentioned it in the news last night or yesterday. They're saying you, you should uh, eat bugs. Uh, if you make under $300,000 a year, inflation is going to affect you. And here's how to cope. Eat lentils, eat beans, <clears throat> eat insects, let your dog die. That's what they're saying. They're saying, yeah. Now they're pushing. She's big on this green energy now because they're pushing it. They, you know, everyone in the left is pushing green energy. I am a green energy supporter. If you're talking about nuclear, I really am. You want to create energy on in large amounts with very little impact on the environment. Nuclear is the only way to go. Put your put your scientists on the job. And have them figure out what to do with this spent fuel. And let's solve that problem, okay? Because this really works better than anything else. Because when you go around, when you go around and talk about emissions, uh, killing half the, you know, killing half the pipe. Well, let, me, let me put it this way. Let me back up here. Not a single thing that the environmentalists have predicted has come true. Talk about CO2. Uh, you know, water, you know, the ocean's rising, uh, temperature's rising dramatically. No, 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 uh -uh, no, none of that's happened. And the only way you're going to have any effect on the environment is if you kif kill half the people on the planet. We have to go back to a world that looks like 1833, when the Industrial Revolution finally just, was just in its infancy. That's what you're going to have to do. And nobody wants to do that. Nobody. Not a chance. Not a chance. Because it's one globe. We all understand that. If you don't have China and India on board on this, it's not going to matter anyway. This is all interconnected. The jet stream, it moves, from, it moves around the entire planet. If China and India are still burning coal, you're still going to have problems. You really are. And what I think is funny is they believe that it's only Americans that need to change their lifestyle. We're not going to, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to say anything about India because well, India is a little behind on the on the curve of uh, you know reducing their their carbon emissions, but they're in a different position than we are. Oh, really? Oh, really? And China too? They represent twenty percent of the Earth's population. Those two those two countries do. You think that's not going to affect the world as far as the weather's concerned? Yeah, you'd have to either kill half the population or sterilize ninety percent of the world's population. That's what you'd have to do. And what would you get from that? You'd get colder winters. There'd be more starvation. 
I think a warmer plant is probably a good idea. Yeah. Now putting up a couple of solar panels doesn't do a damn thing. I, I, I see these people talking about it and driving an electric car. That's fine. You're going to overpay for it. Then try to get it fixed. Yeah, buy a Tesla and have a problem with your battery. See what that costs you. Yeah. It's a status symbol. That's all it is. It's ridiculous the way they do this. But it's still mined. Every, every part of that car comes out of the ground in one form or another. And the only way to get it out of that ground is to use petroleum products to do it. That's the only way you can do this. It's, it's the aluminum, the rubber, the lithium. And try and get that Tesla fixed. I dare you. Yeah. you got to take it to a special um, mechanic. You can't just take it up to the guy up the street. No, no, no. He's not going to touch it because he knows if he does, he may, it may kill him. Yeah, there are special tools. There are special gloves you have to wear. You have to really know what you're doing, and it's going to cost you a fortune. You think a BMW or a, a Mercedes is bad to work on? Wait until these people trying to get a Tesla fixed. See how that works out for you. Anyway, I want to transition into the third story I wanted to talk about today, and that's a Hunter Biden laptop. All right. Now, I want to be clear on this, and as clear as I can possibly be, Hunter Biden is not getting indicted. Do not think that that's going to happen. I know there's some hopeful people out there and trust the plan and QAnon and all that. Believe me, the DOJ, they're all left-leaning. Uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, fans, no one's going after this guy. No one. No one. Uh, and it's really not a scandal about what Hunter did in general. Julie, really I don't care. I mean, every president in American history has had one loser relative of theirs. It always takes the spotlight. Jimmy Carter had it. I don't think Ronald Reagan did, but I, don't, I think he was the only child. Bill Clinton had it. You know, uh, George Bush had it. There's always a dunce around and, and that's making you look bad. So, fine. What the big thing is, is out of this whole thing, out of this entire thing, the cover-up was what was bad. Okay? Mainstream media covered this up during an election uh, cycle. Yeah. The scandal itself is not, the, the, the laptop itself is not the scandal. No, it's not. It's the cover-up. It's always the cover-up. It's never the crime. It's the cover-up. I believe they said that during the Watergate hearing. It's not, the, it's not the crime. The crime itself was not really that big of a deal. It's the cover-up. It's when you use power and your position to hide things. And that's what Joe Biden has done. Now, I mean, that's limitations. <coughs> they probably ran out on this. Um, well, back to, back to the mainstream media. CNN, MSNBC, NBC, uh, uh, New York Times. They all said this was Russian propaganda. Remember that? NPR even said they wouldn't even comment on it. They had no apologies for not commenting on it. They said it was a no story, nothing story. That's what NPR said, and that is publicly funded partially. NPR is. Unbelievable. And no apology. No, oh, shoot, we got that wrong. No, mm -mm, nothing. They don't say a word. They don't say a word about it. Yeah, and now we're finding out that it is true. It was, Trump said it all along. He said it during the uh, election, during the uh, debates. He said, hey. There's something going on here. You know, we got this laptop. And, oh, Biden was like, oh, you're crazy. That's all. 17 uh, intelligence agencies have said that there's nothing to that. But yeah, well, come to find out, those 17 intelligence agencies didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Or they were lying about it. And I guarantee you it was they were lying about it. So, indictment. Eh, he gets indicted. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm not saying don't plan on it. Okay? This is, this is a very powerful man. And, it, and his son. <laughs> this is not going to happen. 
Because in order to get into those federal jobs and stuff, you have to owe somebody something. Now, Joe's going to be looking for payback. That's what he's going to be looking for. And they're going to find some little thing, which they may. You know, he solicited hookers. He distributed crack. But I, that was several years ago. I mean, statute of limitations probably ran out. The big thing is, was Joe Biden selling his, <laughs> excuse me, selling his influence? And I say yes. The problem is this laptop's been passed around so many times, and the information has been passed around so many times. I don't know that they could actually make a legitimate case on this. It may be tainted. It may very well be. Well, an indictment would cripple this administration more than it has, more than it is crippled right today. Yeah, it, it, would, it would just about take this uh, administration down. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. What do, what do you think? You think CNN should be giving any kind of uh, legitimacy after this? CNN didn't even investigate this. I remember Steltzer standing up there acting like, ah, oh, this is nothing. They keep talking about this. It's, it's Russian propaganda. We know it is. They all said that. They all said that. And come to find out it was all true. So, don't hold your breath on an indictment. I think that's a distraction. I think they're wanting to distract from the idiot they've got in the White House. That's what I think they're doing. And they're going to continue to do this. Because nine times out of ten, it works. It really does. Seems to work. People, people have short attention spans. And I always make this analogy. Have you ever had a, a baby crying in a, like a car seat or in a, a pumpkin seat? And they're just raising cane. You pull your keys out and you jingle them and they quit crying immediately. That's what this is all about. They need jingling keys over here. Something to look at. Yeah. Something bright and shiny. Because we, we've got the attention span in America of an uh, autistic gnat. We can't remember anything. I mean, think about it. When's the last time anybody talked about Afghanistan? Right? That debacle? Nobody's mentioned it. No, because we're at war with Ukraine. We're not. <coughs> we're war. Sorry. We're not at war with Ukraine. We're at war with Russia. We're on Ukraine's side. And I find it funny how we've forgotten about how corrupt that country is. Suddenly now they're the good guys. Yeah, Russia's the heel, and Ukraine is the baby face. Yeah, the hero. Yeah, it's nonsense. So anyway, that's all I got today, and I'll be right back with the news. A little bit of crazy, but a whole lot of right. You're listening to The Average Joe Podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right, we are back. We're going to talk about some news. Now, hey, what I wanted to tell you folks, if you guys get an idea of a, some kind of news story you've heard about and you'd like for me to kind of do some investigating on it, maybe talk about it, I'd love to hear from you. Just, just send me, a, send me an e- <clears throat> email on my, uh, on my uh, website or shoot me a text message or whatever you like, okay? Uh, my, my email address is on the, on the website. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. So, if you got anything. Because a lot of this stuff is just stuff that I want to talk about. And there may be something out there you really want to talk about. And I can do some digging on it and see what we come up with. Oh, <clears throat> had a coughing fit. My goodness. I've got the bug. I, I don't have COVID. I don't have COVID because we've had that confirmed. But nonetheless, I'm still, there is still cold. There are still colds out there, no matter what the mainstream media wants you to believe. There actually is, there actually are colds out there. <clears throat> um. First story I want to talk about is Joe Biden meets with the CEOs, 16 major CEOs around the country, about Ukraine and price increases. And he spent a total of 20 minutes with them. <clears throat> I think that's hilarious. You had your national security advisor in there, Jake Sullivan, who's dumb as a post and about the dumbest. He's worse than Hillary Clinton as far as national security advisor. <clears throat> he's, he's, he's an idiot. So he was in there, and there were a couple other advisors. And Joe 
wanders in. I don't know if they he got off the reservation. He, he he was looking for the bathroom. I don't know. But anyway, he sat there and apparently told them all about the, uh, you know, Ukraine and price increases. Which I can you imagine? And just just put yourself in the shoes of a CEO, somebody that <clears throat> knows about business, has lived his entire life climbing the corporate ladder, found his way to the top, made tons of sacrifices. Maybe he has a master's or you know, maybe in business. He's fought his way, he's moved <clears throat> from one corporation to the other. Finally gets to the top and he's a CEO. He's the man. He's the guy, right? <clears throat> and you're sitting there in a group with 16 other guys that are similarly trained and you have this nitwit come in. A guy who's never created a single thing in his life. Nothing. He's been a public servant his entire life. He's a complete and utter failure. Can you imagine taking advice from this guy? I, for one, would be insulted. I really would. I guarantee you, although down in the elevator, they were all rolling their eyes. Guarantee it. I would be. I would be. This guy knows nothing about business. He's the same one that, what, a couple weeks ago said, well, what corporations need to do is, is cut their costs. Oh, really? No shit, uh, 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 Joe. God, I'm glad you thought of that. We'd have never thought of that. Man, this guy is a genius. Yeah, I can just imagine being in that room. That would have, ugh. I can't believe that they, <clears throat> I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that elevator. Uh, let's see. Pentagon. Hey, we got some, uh, we got some, some uh, uh, fear porn here. Fear porn. Fear porn alert, right? They have clear evidence Russia forces are committing war crimes. Oh, really? Bet you won't show them to me. How about that? And, of course, there won't be a, there won't be a, uh, uh, a reporter in the group that's going to ask him that. No, I want to see the clear evidence. I want to see how you, you, you justified it, how you uh, uh, made sure that it's actually relevant and that it's true. What, what was your evidence to back this up? Because I'm hearing that we've got volunteers over there, mercenaries coming from all over the world, that are bombing the wrong places. And then they're getting killed because they're too stupid to turn their, telephone, their, their cell phone off. So war crimes, well, I'd like to know what those are. I'd like to know. Pentagon, because I don't believe a single solitary syllable you people say. So, uh, three, <clears throat> Stormy Daniels, old Stormy, who, by the way, when she was younger, was one good-looking broad, just for the record. She really was. I mean, you got to admit, she may have been a whore. She may have been, you know, she's selling her body and everything. She's pretty. I mean, she's got some miles on her now, but I mean, anyway, she took on Donald Trump, and what happens? She loses, and she owes him 300 grand in attorney's fees. And if she lost her appeal, I feel really bad about that. <clears throat> I guess she can go talk to her lawyer about that, right? Oh man, I tell you what a group. Always going after the after the money, and then you lose. Yeah, because yeah, Trump's done this before. Yeah, she violated a, a, a an agreement they had. Yeah, she had no right to do what she did, none whatsoever. Oh, uh, let's see. We'll, we'll see. January six rioters are are. Uh, slowly being charged and resulting in much more than, <clears throat> you know, trespassing, that kind of thing. They're keeping them in jail for a reason, folks. In case you're wondering, this is about intimidation. They do not want this happening again. Because this is not the first time that the war, you know, D.C. has been stormed by people. There's even people that been groups go into Congress. Yeah. So this is not a first. 
Everybody acts like this is, oh my God, this is the first time this ever happened. It's happened numerous times, okay? They're trying to intimidate the American public. <clears throat> the American public. That's all this is about. It's intimidation. So at the end of the day, these people are going to have their, their constitutional rights stripped from them. And then when they do charge them, it's going to be minimal for the most part. Now, the next uh, story I want to get to is the New World Order. Now, I know you've heard that, and a lot of people think that's a conspiracy theory, right? And uh, it, it, it tends to get a lot of attention because it, it sounds so creepy. You know, the secret societies, the Masons, you know, the Illuminati and all that. Okay, fine. You can believe whatever you want. But every president in the last 40 years has said something about the New World Order. Look it up. Look it up. It's not a conspiracy because I'm going to read something here. Now, this is what President, you know, asterisk President Biden said Monday, March 21st. He said, and it's going to take just a second. I want you to hear this. I want you to hear all this. So, you know, we are in an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy, the commander in chief said. Not just the economy, the world. It occurs every three to four generations. As one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, imagine he can remember that, right? That's aside, but 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people dying now, but nowhere near the chaos. And now's the time when things are shifting. There's going to be a new world order out there, and we're going to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the world in doing it. Believe me, he didn't, read, he didn't write this. This nitwit's not, he's, he's not capable of this. But you see the agenda here? New world order, okay? The reset, that's what this is all about. They don't give a rat's ass about people. They couldn't care less. No one cares. What they want is a change in society. That's what they're wanting. All right. <clears throat> Moving right along, Kajani, Kajani Jackson Brown versus Kavanaugh. Well, several senators brought it up, and they said we hope that the uh, hearings go better than Kavanaugh did, and I would prefer to go back to my office and not get spit on, right, after we question you. Yeah, true. It doesn't happen that often. It doesn't happen that way. Only on the left are they mean, and only on the left are they children. That's what it is. Throwing fits, okay? They went after Kavanaugh. With both barrels. And this Kajani Jackson, who should not be qualified to, to be a Supreme Court judge, she's not. She's, she's let sex offenders off time after time, right? And, and Dick Durbin's saying that the, uh, categories, uh, the, the categories and the questions on Kajani Jackson Brown's judicial record are unfair attacks. Unfair attacks. Is he, is he mental? Well, of course, that goes without saying. That was, that was rhetorical. Dick Durbin is absolutely mental. There's no doubt about it. The great, the great senator from the great state of Illinois, right? The lefty stronghold. He's saying unfair attacks to mention her judicial record. Well, why would we be here talking about anything if it wasn't for possibly some decisions you've made as you, as you were a judge? That is the judicial record. Idiot. Durbin's a moron. I can't stand that guy. He's horrible. And he just keeps getting elected. I tell you, people in Illinois are just aren't real bright sometimes. That's what I've said. I apologize if anybody's from Illinois, but, and I'm sure you're, if you're listening, you're probably on the other side, and you probably say the same thing. How does Dick Durbin continue to get elected in that state is beyond me. What a, what a hellhole to live in. Oh, anyway, we're moving on. NATO fears 
Russia may not stop at Ukraine. Oh my God, folks. It's the end of the world. They may go, they may be in New Jersey in a year. Yeah, coming across the border. That's what they want you to believe. This is propaganda and fear porn. Nothing more. That's why I don't trust anything NATO says or the Pentagon. They're all lying to you. Anytime they open their mouth, they're lying. It's that simple. There's no getting around it. Do not believe anything these people say. It's all for show. All right, the next news item is Joe Rogan notes how mainstream media in the West has done a 180 on Ukraine. Yes, they have. They've done a complete about face and going the other direction. Because originally, a couple of years ago, Ukraine was a bad guy. He was all corruption, unbelievable. You know, it's just terrible, uh, uh, hateful. They've got Nazi. You know, go down the list. They made a list of things that they didn't like about Ukraine. Now, all of a sudden, they're the good guy. Isn't that amazing how that works? Yeah. Believe me, that's not true. That is not true. Mainstream media doing the very same thing they always do. They're playing ball, and they're, and they're actually playing ball with instructions from the White House. That's exactly what it is. It's nothing more. Yeah, so don't believe a word of that. And Joe Rogan's 100% accurate on that. He's 100% accurate. They've done a complete about-face. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. The, bot, the last one I had to share this. I thought it was funny. You remember last week, Biden got made to look like a bitch from uh, Xi Jinping. Okay? He, he was basically told, hey, take your shit and get out of here. I, that's exactly what happened. Xi, Jing, uh, Xi Jinping did not say that exactly. But at the end of the day, he said, you take your sorry little ass. And you go home. We're not doing anything about Russia. You take a hike. He had a two-hour press conference with him. Yeah, I bet that was really interesting. Imagine talking to this idiot for two hours. Oh, my God. I, I, I can't even imagine that. I can't even imagine that. Think of your worst, the worst person you know of. The most obnoxious, uh, stupid, braggadocious idiot you know of. And think about spending two hours with him. Okay, and not getting up and walking out. <laughs> I can't imagine that. So right afterwards, he had, a, he had a press conference after his two-hour meeting with Xi Jinping, after he'd just been, you know, basically bitch slapped. And Biden wouldn't answer any questions. He stared blankly. I don't know if you've seen the video, but he stared blankly at all the, the reporters yelling and, and asking questions. He just stared out. And then he looked down at his paperwork, and he looked back up, and he just didn't say anything. And then you look down, and then you look back up. The guy is a, he's a corpse, is what he is. He's unbelievable. And are we going to survive this? I don't know. It's a good question. But that kind of leadership is not something I put a lot of faith in. It's really not. I want somebody who takes charge. And I've talked about this before. Say what you want about Trump. He was always in charge. He was always the, he was the biggest man in the room. And I don't mean physically. I mean his presence alone. He liked to fight. He liked to spar with the press. Joe's afraid of him. He runs the other direction because he's been told, do not answer any questions. That's what it is. That's what it is. And one of these days, the press is going to get off the leash and they're going to start hammering away at this guy. They're already starting to do it to Saki a little bit. She's getting a little frustrated with it because they're continuing to ask the same questions over and over again, ones that she won't answer. So anyway, that's all I got for you today. <clears throat> Hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, if you've got any, <clears throat> excuse me, again, I apologize for the my voice it's come a little under the weather uh if you've got any uh, subjects you'd like to talk about uh just let me know and uh, remember it's uh, march 22nd and joe biden is beyond a shadow of a doubt the worst president in american history let's go brandon
As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.
As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong. 